this is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is uh, Thursday, July 17th, 2014, and uh, this is the last show that I'll be performing in any capacity in the old I.O. building. So uh, it's a I know, it's a, a sure curse for me to have it go poorly, so uh, I apologize for that. Um, so, uh, in case you don't know, in case you haven't uh, listened to any of these before, what's going to happen is uh, myself and a guest is going to improvise a scene, and then we are going to talk about that scene and what we were trying to do and what we were thinking of and our general craft thoughts over the duration of that scene. Um, and as I do with all of uh, my live podcasts, uh, my guest for this evening is going to be one of you guys um, that I haven't improvised with before. So uh, I, uh, let's see. I've got a lot of friendly faces that I have improvised with before, so thank you for coming and watching this. I'm happy that it, it didn't turn you off to it. Wait, is, did Dr. Ron leave? Is he, is he gone? <laughs> Hey, dude, do you want to improvise a scene with me? Yes. Okay. Come on up. What do I do? Uh, just, come, just come on up and sit in the chair, and we'll go from there. Don't worry, I'm going to fuck up a lot, so you'll just have to cover my ass. Um, so uh, so uh, for, for posterity, would you, please state, would you please state your name? My name is Ronald Harvey. All right, great. Uh, yeah, so far so good. Um, okay, so uh, we'll, we're going to do some warm-ups, uh, and then we're going to get a suggestion. We're going to improvise a scene, then we're just going to talk about what we were thinking. We're, you know, like all over the course of it. Okay. Um, you know the ropes, uh, <laughs> I believe, uh, because he confessed that he has been listening to a lot of these, so that's nice. Uh, I'm glad that someone besides my mother has been. Um, so, uh, but before we get into that, um, an important thing that for anybody that's uh, taking classes here knows, like, you're supposed to be culturing your life outside of improv. Um, which I, I, if I am to believe your Facebook feed, that is happening for you on a pretty consistent basis. Um, and so I think it's, uh, that, that's, a, that's a really important thing to be like thinking about something aside from improvising or the shows that you're doing or any of that stuff just so that you can kind of like have a reservoir of things to tap into when you actually are playing. So uh, what has, what's been fascinating you lately that hasn't been improv or shows or, you know, comedy or whatever? What's, what's, what's been sticking out in your mind? That uh, uh, as you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a psychologist. I just recently defended a couple of months ago my dissertation in community psychology. And by the way, community psychology is a fairly new branch of psychology, and its principles are almost exactly what makes for a good improv team. So there, you have this idea of sense of community. What makes that? It's proximity, it's trust, it's shared mission, and all these incredible things. And um, so, so I'm a full-time researcher at DePaul University. And, uh, thank you. Um, and, yeah, go. Uh, um, what are Blue demons. Blue demons. <laughs> yeah, how strikingly Catholic. The blue demons. <laughs> Well, as you go on the train and you stop at Fullerton, you see this uh, this giant face looking down on the field. That's St. Vincent de Paul, uh, uh-huh. who was a... A blue demon? <laughs> well, no, he was he was a cool dude who uh, kind of helped the poor and the impoverished in, uh, in Paris in the uh, 18th century, I believe. And, uh, you know, it was just you know, a really cool guy and believed that you should help everybody and try and help people on the margins. And so the Vincentian order is all about helping 
people who are on that that sort of uh, vibe. And what what I do is I study uh, groups of people recovering from drug and alcohol addiction uh-huh. uh, here in the United States and in uh, Eastern Europe. And uh, and so we look at like homes and people and how why do people bond together or why don't they bond together? And so we just finished a study of following. Uh, <laughs> is sorry, it like this percentage is, of assholes? <laughs> I, uh, well, the, we can't quite quantify that, but uh-huh. uh, that, that is a factor. I mean, if you if you just don't want to get along with people, you're just not going to do very well. We just ended up uh, a study where we followed 270 people who came out of the prison system in Illinois and um, also have drug and alcohol problems and followed them for two years and assigned them to three different conditions and see who did well and who did poorly. Trying to get people to encourage the, the prison, you know, the, the government in Illinois and the national government to give people treatment, to give people a, a real second chance uh-huh. instead of just locking people up. Wow, that's uh, that's soberingly great. <laughs> but so, but uh, so, so if you were to actually be able to recommend, would how should somebody read something about that or like, well, how can I want to make it actionable? Like, well, so, so, like, what's like, I mean, it's actionable for you, obviously. But right, like, right, what, right. I mean, what can somebody out here like do aside from read a Wikipedia article? Well, you can read the New Jim Crow, which is uh-huh. uh, which is a, a book that has been out for a while, and it's about uh, you know just how. Uh, short-sighted, you know, uh, in American history, we've treated our African-American population okay, and yeah. just mass incarceration and how that just doesn't work uh, for, I mean, it, it, it works in one sense in taking people off the street. It doesn't work in another sense to, you know, actually make people productive members of society, uh-huh. which is what you want to do. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, I'll take it. The recommendation is the new Jim Crow. <laughs> new Jim Crow. Yeah, it says. Read it. Uh, okay. Well. Okay. Awesome. That was uh, that was that was intense and good. So uh, so now let's let's fuck around a little bit. Um, okay. So uh, before we start improvising, we're going to warm up a little bit. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to do a one two three two one two three two one word story. So I'll say one word. You say one word. I'll say two words. You say two words. I say three. You say three. Two. Two, two, one, you know, so like it will be, it'll just be up to three, down to one, back up to three, down to one, and then that's it. So like no matter how it ends, if it ends in a shitty way, that's on us. But danglers are kind of fun, so that's fine too. Um, so, uh, and oh, and the trick is that I'll start. So you only have to say the number of words that I say, and then also um, I'll probably fuck it up, so it's no big deal either way. Um, okay, so uh, how about uh, we'll start with something like um, mysteriously. Joanne did not ever think about wearing a camisole to prom. <laughs> and prom... <laughs> Turned out to great <laughs> for her uh, always thinking about the bad <laughs> and also about the picky on her breast. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, that got really sexy super fast. Um, Okay, so uh, then, uh, okay, so the next one we're going to do is we're going to do the word association thing, where it's just going to be like, you know, I'll say a word to you, you say a word back to me, and then we'll, like, go up and we'll do a chain. 
right? And then at some point when it feels like we have enough, um, I'll say the last thing that you said to me, and we'll try and go all the way back down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's this is like the it's the it's the map of my brain where the black stuff happens. You know, where it's just like oh, at, at a certain point, it always empties into me not remembering things anymore. So it's an interesting neurological study for me. So thank you for helping me compile data. Um, okay. So uh, how about here we go? Um, we'll start with crimson. Tide. Oh, uh, uh, a detergent. A whisk. Ooh, uh, uh, a beater. Eggs. Um, chickens. Cat. Oh, uh, um, T. S. Eliot. <laughs> uh, uh, George Orwell. Oh, um, t- uh, uh, the time machine. H. G. Wells. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, okay, um, time after time. <laughs> uh, warlocks. Um, d- uh, witches. Uh, Eastwick. Oh, um, d- uh, Jack Nicholson. Bikers. Uh, oh, uh, that naked ride thing. <laughs> Bear asses. Oh, um, uh, b- uh, Bears. <laughs> oh, bear. Um, t- oh, um, uh, uh, oh, t- uh, t- Tolbert. Um, uh, extra sizes. Um, fatties. <laughs> Beaches. Um, oh, uh, Bette Midler. <laughs> uh, dog therapy. Um, waste of time. <laughs> uh, sweetie pies. Oh, um, d- uh, d- uh, ch- uh, candy hearts. Uh, Skittles. Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, uh, candy sticks. Um, candy dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, um, t- uh, drug addicts in the 50s. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, uh, Kerouac. Um, p- uh, beat poetry. Uh, Williams. Um, d- uh, Br- Brian Williams. <laughs> <laughs> news. Um, the dirty news. <laughs> Ass swipe. <laughs> That sounds good. Uh, Asswipe. Dirty News. News. Brian Williams. Williams. Um, drug, 50s drug addicts. Um, uh, uh, p- uh, poppers. Uh, gay candy. Uh, um, big candy. Uh, candy, candy, candy dicks, dicks. Candy sticks. <laughs> um, uh, those, those heart... Candy Hearts. Oh, yeah, uh, which came from, um, oh, oh, boy. Uh, it was very close to this. Uh, ch- uh, was it something with chocolate? Chocolate? No? What was it? What was it? What was it? Skittles? Skittles. Skittles. Wait, wait. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. There was stuff there was, in between. There was, there was a special candy that I said, mentioned. Something. It was something you said, and then... Uh, candy. St- wait, it went. It went candy sticks, 
and then Candy Hearts. It was Sweethearts. 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 And then, uh, and then was that the Marshawn Lynch? Yes. Skittles. Skittles. Oh man, we made it through that piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, it came from Skittles. Um, Uh, um, uh, 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 candy what, uh, uh, what, what, how did, why did I say Skittles? Does, does it, was it Candy Hearts? Candy Hearts? Candy Hearts, but that's where I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, that's me too. Stuck in there. Yeah. Anybody, ha- anybody have it? Fatties. What? Fatties? Do we skip fatties? No. Sweeties? Sweetie pie. It's, it makes me feel better that an entire room of people cannot remember <laughs> what the logic strain, <laughs> chain is. Yeah, Kerouac and Beat Poetry was in there. Okay, we're going to start. Drug, drug addicts. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, but that was back to that. Okay, here's what we're going to do, because this is what I do when this totally derails, is we start from the beginning and then try and work our way back. So I said crimson to start. Tide. And detergent. Uh, whisk. Um, uh, beaters. Eggs. Uh, chickens. Cat. Um, uh, T.S. Eliot. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. But yeah, feel free to jump in at any point because we need the help. Uh-huh. Uh, George Orwell. And uh, this is where I erroneously <laughs> said the time machine. I said... H.G. Uh, um, Wells, Wells. And I said Time After Time, which was a, a movie mm-hmm. where H.G. Wells took the time machine and chased Jack the Ripper through time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> and then... Um, I said Warlock. Oh, you said Warlock. I said Warlock. And then I said Witches. Eastwick. And then I said Jack Nicholson, right? Uh, Bikers. Bikers. And then uh, this. Oh, that naked bike ride thing. I said Bear Asses. Bear Asses. I said Bears. Colbert. Tolbert. Tolbert, which which is that football player, that tight end. Large sizes. So large, I'm thinking Talbert's. Which okay, is the, large sizes. And then I said fatties. Uh, beach. Bette Midler. Uh, dog therapy. Waste of time. <laughs> Sweetie pie. And then was this where I said? Yes. S- yes. W- what did I say? <laughs> because cause it was something where he said Skittles back to me, and then I said Marshawn Lynch. Oh, sweetheart. Sweethearts? Is that what it was? Okay. Okay, Candy Hearts. That seems sufficient to me in my... All right, good. Awesome. The net positive is that the whole room is now warmed up. <laughs> um, so, and that is also going to be the hardest thing that we have to do. So, okay, so we're going to get a suggestion, and we're just going to go. Okay. I hope it's my suggestion that I say. Oh no, shit ton. No, I know they're all, they're in the they're in my queue, but I, I do it one at a time. No, we're live, so we're going to take a live suggestion. Oh fucking! I'm not sure I have internet access. AT and T keeps prompting me to sign up and pay for something, and I just keep closing it. So that's a lot of what I'm doing here. Um, so <laughs> that's the only thing I'm doing. Is saying no, thank you, AT and T. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll get a suggestion and we'll go. You feel okay? Yeah, I feel good. Great. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I feel pretty good too. This is, this is fun. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, we just need a suggestion. What? 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 Crypt. 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 Okay, crypt. It is. Uh, 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 I just needed to see father. Uh, 
<laughs> I just needed to see Father. I was so upset. I needed to see Father. Father's on the big screen. You can see him on the no. big screen. No, I can see. Sure, I can see him on the big screen, but it's the same as a memory or a dream. Oh. I needed to see Father's bones. Oh, goodness. I... I want to see Father's bones! <laughs> we can dig up Father's bones if you'd like. We can do this. No, it's fine. I can... I'm right. happy to look at the stone outer work that encloses Father's bones, but I need to... I just need to be close. I need to know that's where he is. Do you want to lay, do you want to lay on top? Do you want to lay on top of the grave? <laughs> yes, pick me up. Lay me on top of the yes. stone slab. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. It's, I try and keep it cool. It's cool. I try to keep it very well groomed. And no, it's beautiful. Minimal creeping vines and tubers. Papa liked that. Yeah, no, Father. Papa. Father wanted to clean. Papa. He wanted to clean tomb and the family crypt. Ah, oh, oh. I'm sorry. You. I humiliated you in front of all your friends. It's okay. You. I just the dinner went. So badly, and then I wanted to see father. The, the guests, the guests all understand. They understand. Do they? They do understand. Oh, they understand. Sure, they'll sit there watching the film of father laughing and cavorting as a live man. But that's not what father is now. No, uh, your father's father's bones in the crypt, and I'm lying on top of his oh, cold. Jeremy, Jeremy, please. You need to think that father's in a in a better place. Do I? Yes. I see a certain comfort in just being bones. <laughs> you don't want Percival? <laughs> Jeremy, yes. Percival flesh makes me sad. <laughs> I want the favor that the worms gave father. Strip away everything but the bones. You can count on the bones. The bones are hard. Jeremy, there's something I think you need. You need to know this about father. What? Father... He loved me. He loved you more than he loved me. No, well, oh, no, let's not. No, it's true. I have. Let's not make it a race. When we were, do you remember when we? Do you remember when we were children? What? When we were children? Yes. I loved it. I was one year older than you. Yes. He took me to this to the film festival in in, in Juliet at the Rialto. Yes. And, and he I know. Me. I had to stay at home. Yes. He left me. I there. played with my train set out of spite. I know this. Yeah. Jeremy! But, Jeremy, he left me at this theater and, and they misplayed a movie. It was a horror movie. And it's, I was five years old and I was so scared. And all the children, they stopped the film. They let all the children leave. And I had to wait in front of the Rialto with my little toy telescope, waiting for Father. He never showed up. He waited, I waited for hours. You're telling me. Yes. The Rialto misplayed a film yes. that was a horror film that induced all the children to leave the theater. Yes. But the adults stayed in the theater. No. And then you waited outside, and then they enjoyed the horror film because they thought, well, why not? We're here. It was Why not let our children stay in the street while we finish watching the film? I... Find it a suspect proposition to tell the very truth of it to me now. It's Father's bones are speaking to you from the grave. Yes. And it's influencing you even still. Yes, yes. I don't, mm -hmm. 
Jeremy, all the all the adults left with their children. Was supposed I to be feel a, confident here. It was supposed to be a delightful animated feature. Well, this is a horrible monster movie. And you waited in the rain for father, huh? Until he came. Yes. Well, he was obviously playing with you in your trucks. What? In your trains. My trains. No, I was at home playing with my trains. Well, oh, well, it sounds like we have. Where was Father? A father timeline left to construct about Father's Day on that afternoon. <laughs> he was not with me. Well, he wasn't with me. I was left home playing with my trains, and he didn't show back up until after you were back home. And he emerged from his study. I thought that perhaps I hadn't seen him come back. I guess maybe he abandoned you and Joliet, came back to the house, and had private time in his study. <laughs> What was he doing in his study? I don't know. Well, well, well. I suspect that he was up to no good. I suspect that his bones may hold the answer to what he said. (laughs) Okay. I just... I realize I've been a bit out loud tonight. (laughs) But... You're now saying that maybe we should shove the top off of Father's Stone Crypt and exact the truth from his bones about what he did the day that he was supposed to be taking you to the movie and I was playing with my trains. It would at least provide some closure for our... Well, for closure. Our drama. Yeah, for our yeah. drama. Closure is good. Closure is excellent. Closure is excellent. And you get to play with the bones. You want to play with the bones. Well, uh, you know, I realize that I've You're been... You're not so keen on the bones, uh, Jeremy. No keen... Not so keen on the bones anymore. Percival, conceptually, the bones are wonderful. But it would take an, um, an amazingly ghoulish individual to say, I want to play with my father's bones. Oh, I, I hate my... Oh, that I hate my flesh, and I wish I was only bones. I seem to recall early in this conversation you expressing that exact same Well, isn't that a romantic notion? (laughs) I mean, much more so than, like, let's get Dad's bones (laughs) and just do what we please with Dad's bones. I mean... Well, look at them. We're just looking at them. Heavens to gravy, Percival, is what I have to say to that whole thing. Just once, I'd like for a dinner party not to end up here. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our time. (laughs) All right. Oh, uh, yeah. So since so when I do these live, I try to do everything analog. Louis, you're here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a time? Do you have a timing device? Yes, I do. Will you, after 16 minutes, just take the stage and make uh, dog barking noises? Oh, yes, I will. Okay, great. Awesome. So uh, so we constrain it to a 16-minute time box so that, like, if we try and not examine it to the degree that it should be examined and, like, bail out of it and be like, yeah, I think that went well. See ya. Uh, I don't want to let us off the hook. So that's why the 16-minute window exists. Okay. So um, let's, let's First, talk. pinch me. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I, I did that very that was, badly. That was it enough. was a really bad pinch. That was, that was enough. That was I went like really wide. It was so, <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I had a ridiculously good time, but it was very easy for me to have a ridiculously good time because I just, you know, I fell very deeply into my uh, well of comfort as far as character goes, sort of like flamboyant and like, <laughs> you know, strange and a little, um, 
you know, a, a little macabre, but like with a heavy dose of whimsy. You know, uh, that it's like sort of those are all things that are, are extremely easy for me to play. Uh, and, you know, my, my fear of that is that, you know, like I may produce nothing for someone to play with um, and that I will cycle over a great deal of content that has no value. So uh, all while having a good time and feeling like I'm doing something. So I admit that that perhaps could be the danger of that scene. So. I don't know what your particular experience oh, with my, I, it was great. I loved it, and it, you make it so easy. Uh, <laughs> I, I've only I've only played with you once, very briefly in a blender. Well, yeah, because we did a blender together and, uh, at the C, at CIC every <laughs> every Sunday. Every Sunday, a really great time if you haven't checked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Really great time. Um, and uh, and I, I've listened to a bunch of these, and I just imagine imagine what it's like. To, and what's happening and uh, and the thing that well you, I, you know to have a complete like experience I'd have to have like my one of my cats here just fucking not right, right, staying right, right, out right, of right, your right. lap um, and you know and, and just to hear you play with uh, with a lot of friends and, and people that I know you make it very 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 easy to, <laughs> to, to, to match that and well good I good I hope so and the, the thing that in, in our relationship I immediately we're brothers. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm the youngest of, of a bit. I'm the youngest of eight children, all boys. Holy shit! And um, <laughs> and so uh, just uh, just uh, in reflected like you know in equal pay and I'm the oldest of two brothers. Uh, I was the dominant brother uh, while we were children, and then I went away to college. My brother transformed into a PhD physicist, J. Crew model looking guy. Uh, <laughs> Who, who now uh, now is a government like a government analyst uh, with a f- complete family for my parents. So uh, so uh, you know that's that's what's going on with me. It's fucking up the birth order. Today. Yeah yeah yeah. You know it just allows me to continue to waste my life in the fashion that I choose. <laughs> so uh, and uh, and with the suggestion, Crip. Um, I mean, I really was abandoned at a movie, uh, a misplaced horror movie at the Rialto in Joliet, and um, and I was left by myself. And all my older brothers, they were off playing football and stuff like that. So the only modification is I'd made myself slightly older than you, and so I could have finally have a little brother that I, that I could uh, sort of uh, that I could interact with because uh, I don't yeah. have one like that. So that was the first thing that popped into my mind, and that made. The relationship, but I would imagine that if I was my older brother, I was probably some big drama person <laughs> as well. And so I, I got to sort of act well, like my older brother. I like that. I mean, I really like that notion. I like that that you constructed sort of like you know as as ludicrously large as these characters were. I mean, I think that's actually like a really a, a, a really good comfort spot to play from is it, it, to const- you know to construct your point of view as basically like compose your personal experiences as the, as the things that were motivating the way that you played and then just change them up according to, you know, the, the, the way that the, the, the context of the scene and, and go from there. I mean, I think that's a, a really strong way to play. I mean, it's one of the best things that I ever heard in a class here. Uh, I had uh, TJ for uh, my level five here and it was one of those things that he said. He's like, Every, everything I, everyone I play is me but with my priorities Rearranged, you know. These are my pr- actual priorities, but if I play this kind of horrible person, I'm prioritizing this thing that is horrible above everything else. But it's still me underneath it all, and I think that's, the, you know, for me, uh, you know, that was a very like resonant thing to hear from obviously someone who 
really has a, a voice. And, uh, you know, I was able to, in, in, I feel like, integrate that. And I really think that's something that people should think about. You know, it's like we're, we're not trying to uh, do exterior manipulation so much as to uh, compose a version of ourselves that we can play with that thinking. Yep. Thinking about what the mechanical intellectual construction of what we're doing is, but just sort of understand who we are, even though it's it, even if it's different from who we are, yep. and and play. So so that that's really interesting. I'm happy that that happened. Well, and, and I'm taking improv and, and learning improv to be a better person and a better psychologist. I have no, <laughs> I, I have I have no designs on performing. If it happens, great. I'll join a team and I'll do absolutely the best I possibly can. But I'm doing this to uh, to sort of expand my mind, and it's forced me to face a lot of things. Because growing up, if you're the youngest in a big family, people would say, "Oh, you're really spoiled," and if that's true if the family's like four or five. When you get to <laughs> seven or eight, you are not spoiled. You, know, you get the hand-me-downs of everything, and you have no voice. I had no voice at all, and so I've, I'm relearning to have my voice right here. Yeah, and uh, huh. that's and that's the hardest really thing for cool. me to do is to actually start saying uh, a lot of things that I really mean, and a lot of yeah. it, fortunately, is a lot. Of, it's not rage or anything. Like that. A lot of it, <laughs> it's, just, it's just saying to awake what you, you know, really I, feel and I, be like, "Fuck everybody!" <laughs> I love you, but you know what? You're really a dick most of the time uh, to me, and in, 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 in that pecking order. So. Um, so that's kind of how I felt. I, I chose to be the, the older brother and to just be a little dickish, but not too dickish. Well, no, not at all. I mean, really, you know, it's funny. It's it's kind of like, it's thank you for that suggestion. It's a great suggestion, Crypt. Yeah. It's like, it's so lush, you know. It's obviously, obviously got so much implication. For me, so much almost sort of like genre implication there where it's like, oh, well, this is an invitation to be as fucking melodramatic as I want to be, you know. And... I, you know, I don't know that I really had much of a preconceived notion aside from sort of like almost like a, you know, like an Edgar Allan Poe style pale wastrel hanging out inside this, st- you know, the stone environment that mm-hmm. that uh, that was immediately conjured in my mind. So I think that having it, ha- having having the, that relationship be brothers was some, something that was kind of interesting and illuminating to me. And then especially when sort of, you know, it. If there was a straight and absurd sort of like point of view that was happening in the scene, the the shift of it that happened at that point where, you know, I, I felt like I was, yeah, I was like sort of the drama queen brother who was, our father was somehow involved in film, clearly. Uh, and, you know, at, at some point during the course of any party that we throw, I wind up fi- have, deciding to have a reason to be upset about what's happening and storm out to the family crypt and then weep. Because you're, always, next playing, to my you're always playing father's movies at yeah. whatever family gathering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a, as, a, as, a, as an act of manipulation and then to further the act of manipulation to go out and uh, lay, by the, lay next to his, uh, his tomb. But, <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is like I, that, I felt comfortable with that. And as soon as you started taking it further, I really was like, you know, I mean, I, I, I really was very disturbed at the proposition that was being put in front of me. You know? So, like, I hope that I, it wasn't too much of like a redirection or like, a, you know, something where it felt like I was I was resisting the flow of what was happening. But it really was like, no, I got my thing. You know, we see the movies. 
I get upset for some trivial reason. I storm out to the crypt. Someone has to come to me. Right. And then I prance around and act very sad. What? So then, like, dealing with that extra layer, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Like, well, no. I mean, I, I sort of got this idea that, I mean, we, the crypt is very close to where the dinner is. So the crypt is obviously on the grounds of the house. Oh, yeah, grounds of the house. Yeah, family house. house. type deal. Yeah. Automatically, these are wealthy, eccentric people. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah. so, uh, uh, and everything is going to be a big drama fest about something. And so, uh, you know, I, I just almost could see you tugging on your waistcoat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely had long, curly hair. <laughs> like, long, curly male hair, but, like, the harsh but, yeah. line bangs. And a, and a, and yeah. a lace collar. Lace collar, probably satin, purple vest. <laughs> Three buttons. <laughs> Pocket watch. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a suit jacket on with a patch. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. Sort of yeah. No, you were more dressed for dinner, and I was more dressed for flowing around and, and being like, oh. <laughs> So, I, so... Um, yeah, so so that to me like really sprung out, you know. But I don't know if there was like, what was that like? Was there any sort of like gear grinding to it, or you know, the, the when I was like, no, I don't want to actually take the bones that you know, like how was it difficult well, to cope with like that sort of redirection from me? Well, or? The, the one thing I sort of probably placed on you is is because of all that I made you a little goth. Oh sure, and so, yeah, and so and. and you know, being familiar and say, he said, I just, I hate flesh. I hate the flesh and I want the bones. Yeah. And stuff. It's like, all right, you know, you're just going to just crawl around. And if you want it, I always want to say to goth people, you really like death? <laughs> really try it. You know, it's, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> it is, you know, it's, it's, it's really an end. And so, uh, you know, it, and so I kind of push. That's what I sort of saw you doing. I'm just going to push you into that and, yeah. and challenge you. And, and then you backed up, backed off yeah. a little bit. And I'm saying, no, 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 do it. Keep doing it. Good. Let's so that, do it. So that was more, that was, that sense like that was more of a rewarding interaction. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was for me. I mean, like, oh, I, you did perceive my limit, pushed me past my limit. And there, I had no choice but to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I'm not comfortable. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> And then you, and you kept trying to distract me by the, the, the dinner party. We should go back to the dinner party. Yeah, yeah, like, no, exactly. Fuck you. We are here. Yeah. We're going to deal with these bones because that's that's what you goths are all about. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I mean, like retroactively, it is kind of like, you know, I, I, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing where it's I, I, at the time it was completely it was completely in the skin of it. But it really is a kind of a fun model for like the the, you know, the someone who wants to act tough or basically someone who wants to act anything and then having to really confront it and like basically crumble against the reality of the situation. I mean, that's what I did. Cause that's who I was, yeah. you know, and to really face that was like, Oh God, you know? And so, so that, that was, that was cool that we managed to like model that sort of interaction then. Um, yeah. I mean, I felt good about it. I just was like, you no, know, I, I felt great about it. You know, I just, I think there's, there's like, you know, there's a, st- there's, there's this implicit promise in the way that we play a lot, you know, where it's like where people um, I think that people tend to, you know, because we want it to be funny or people, you know, that the, the people want a story out of what's happening. You know, there there winds up being these implicit promises of like, well, this is the initial traje- trajectory of what I have proposed for where this is going. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and people like I, it can be uncomfortable for folks, I think, if. 
if you you put that out there and then don't lock down on it, you know. But that's not that's not a like a superhuman thing, you know, to to like just to be such a missile towards an endpoint like that. And uh, and to me, this is much more rewarding as as a uh, as a, as an enterprise of human exploration than it is kind of just like a, a, a mathematical model for extremes, yeah. you know, for for to construct a game that, you know, that like a, a machine that grinds the sausage and the sausage that comes out on the other side is a laugh. Yeah. You know, like that's just not that it's, I mean, it's, it's perfectly fine if that's what you like, but it's not what I like. So, you know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, unless that is also cool with you. It's totally, it's totally cool with me. Good. It's okay. Totally cool. cool. I also had the impression that we had looked at his bones before. Oh, I've definitely been in there before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of feel that. I feel that way now. I don't know if that's how it initially tumbled out, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm very comfortable spending my time, you know, like sighing, hoping someone hears me sigh. You know? <laughs> and so they can see, look inside and see me just like on the crypt looking upwards, you know. And that's, but, but, you know, I mean, that's, you know, kind of like along that same notion of like sort of the derailments, the potential derailments inside that too. Then there was that point of like, trying to reconstruct uh, our father, like the timeline of that afternoon, you know, I was like, I was really curious, you know, about like what it, we both had this notion of what happened in that afternoon. That was like a fairly seminal moment for both of us, both of us feeling like we had been abandoned and both for the other one, maybe. Right. And then, but both of us had actually, been mutually abandoned for some mystery reason, yeah. you know? I mean, I thought he was with you, and you thought and he yeah. was with me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, he's probably just peace and quiet. Yeah, exactly. Like, my fucking gross kids. I got to get in my study <laughs> yeah, and yeah. read, you know? And so, and, so I, and so I think that's really interesting, you know? Like, I mean, it, it will be interesting to, like, to listen to and to, think, to and to sort of, like, see what the perception is. Like, if we jump tracks too much... You know, and like just, you know, pursued the shiny object, or if we were really sort of like locking into what. <laughs> Thank you, the, that was the dog. Uh, or if we were like locking into the thing that was was the greatest depth, you know? Yeah. I mean, because I could see it. <laughs> Thank you, Louis. Because I could see, you know, I mean, to me, like retroactively, and I don't know if this is just the story I'm telling myself, but like it seemed like we had this really fun scene of like, you know, me being fairly purple in the way that I dealt with stuff, down to me having to face what I was supposed to be dealing with, down to us being like, oh, the relationship that we had with our father was not what either of us expected. Like, that's a pretty cool progression. Yeah. And optimally, I hope that's what happened. But. I'm not sure, you know. That, that's and, how it feels right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And and that's so, how it felt during when it was happening. But yeah, yeah, me too. It it, but it will be like interesting. I mean, we have the luxury of you know, we have the rare luxury of listening to an improvised scene and being like, and having like thought about it. So now we'll be able to sort of be like, oh yeah, wow, that was really cool. How we like just related to each other to the point where that happened, or it will be like. Oh god, this conversation is going to sound so up its own ass. <laughs> you know? So, but I mean, you know, that's important that we have this stuff so that we can actually realize that we're that we're practicing a craft that we're trying to hone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's my particular feeling about it. So, um, 
is uh, uh, so the dog went off. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, is there is was there anything that we did that we didn't have a chance to talk about that, that you wanted to touch on or, or like unpack anymore? Obviously, I got to play something I loved, and I was really fascinated with it. So I may have gone overboard, sort of breaking it to pieces. But you know, no, just thank you so much. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. I, I, you know, it's like it, there's so many people in this room right now uh, that like I really like. I feel very comfortable here. So thank you for spending our time together. And like Dr. Ron's game. Some of you, uh, some of you, I know better than others. I I, I look forward to getting to know everybody. There's certainly faces, you know, that, that, uh, that have come more into my life lately. And, um, I, uh, I hope the best for everyone and trust that you're good people, not just dickheads and chills. So, oh, and, so, uh, and these podcasts, I mean, just to plug, I mean, I, they're great uh, <laughs> for the train and stuff. I mean, they're, they're just so much fun. And uh, you wrote the theme song for this, right? Yeah, yeah, I and did. It's performed, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked out okay. That was one of the cool things where I was like, somebody was like, uh, oh, where'd you get your music? And I was like, I wrote it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, and I guess I feel like while I'm in the building, I should say, you know, obviously it's a, it's a mouthful and it's a stupid name, but there's actually a reason for the whole thing. Um, this is as good a place as any to say it. So the Department of Promethean Science, department because it is just a facet of how I interact with the craft of improvisation, um, Promethean, uh, because it really is, I wanted to, you know, there's, we've got a lot of education locked up in, in institutions and a lot of thought about this stuff, and I wanted to steal it and bring it, to, bring it out to everybody. Um, like Prometheus stealing the fire from the gods and taking it to people and saying, people, you, guess what? This is how fire works. You can do it yourself. You don't need someone else to tell you how to do it. Um, and science, because I think that... Uh, there's a difference between science and engineering. Engineering is the use of science to produce a specific effect, which is what we do when we play shows. Um, but, but science itself is the principle, and I want to focus on the principle rather than the effect that that principle creates. So uh, that's, why the, that's why it's got such a stupid name and, <laughs> and one that is so, so, uh, such a, so hard to remember or Google or whatever. So, um, oh, and since this is my, my last show, in this particular theater, I've done one last signature thing. Um, so, uh, I just want to give away a prize yes! bag of stuff, of stuff, of stuff from around my house. Um, it is, uh, it's a uh, I, uh, I, I rocket ship new New York T-shirt. Uh, a uh, a, a T-shirt with uh, Jesus punching out a dinosaur. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Um, a uh, a graphic novel called Twelve Gems. Uh, it says it's a comedy. It's uh, it's pretty good, but uh, it was a little long. Oh, Lane Milburn. Yeah, he's from here, isn't he? Oh, um, and uh, and then uh, this Ch- Chickacabra graphic novel, um, which was also good, but felt a little long. And then um, this. Uh, uh, the uh, record fell out, but it's this vinyl record from uh, the guy uh, Peter from Peter Bjorn and John. Um, it sounds like he listened to Rubber Soul and went, "Oh, I can do that," but didn't have any really good ideas for melodies. <laughs> um, so, so 
So uh, I'm going to give this away um, to uh, whoever combines uh, the, the, the greatest quantity of proximity and enthusiasm for receiving what's in this bag. All right, uh, that's it, everybody. So uh, have a drink, and um, hopefully we'll see you soon. Enjoy your last few moments in the building, all right? Yeah.